The Trinity, one God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Trinity, I would like to explore, helps us with three characteristics that us as individuals and as a church, as a body, should strive to be. Those three things are creativity, kindness, and mutuality. Creativity, kindness, mutuality. If you remember nothing else about this morning, creativity, kindness, mutuality. Now, these principles, uh, when talking about the Trinity, these principles are not necessarily stand-ins for the different persons of the Trinity. They're not really assigned to one or the other. All of them have all of these aspects. But rather, there are just three of the many things that the Trinity might be able to teach us. And I could do more, but we would be here for as long as it would take to read all of the books on the Trinity in the seminary library, which is a long time. Ultimately, however, I think exploring creativity, kindness, and mutuality might help us enter into a complex question, one that I have been thinking about a lot lately. This complex question is, in all of the difference among Christians in the world, how could Christ envision us as being one? I'll start with creativity. Creativity makes us stretch our own understanding of reality to accommodate something that is both many and one, both many, three, and one, I love that we hear the first creation story on this Trinity Sunday. God's creative energy requires the presence of the spirit, the ruach, God's breath moving over the chaos of nothingness and darkness to put order into the universe. God created humans and would later be born as a human as if to tell us that nothing is impossible. Everything that is created is done for a purpose. We get water so we can have creatures of the sea. We get land so we can have creatures of the earth. We get creatures and plants of the earth so humankind can sustain itself. It's a brilliant stroke of genius that our God did. So as you think about oneness, I think sometimes the impossibility of imagining that the church across the entire world could be unified As we think about that, creativity and imagination are requisite. Now, kindness. Love dwells at the core of the Trinity in all aspects. God is love, which means that Christ is love, which means the Spirit is love, and there is no part of God that is not love. Theologian Miroslav Volf writes about the Trinity as something like an embrace— an embrace, an all-encompassing in-gathering of different parts that leaves no visible seams. Embrace is a self-giving love, like what happens in the Trinity. Wolf writes, the will to embrace precedes any truth about others, any construction. This will is absolutely indiscriminate and strictly immutable. It transcends the moral mapping of the social world into good and evil. What he means is that an embrace is a willingness to enter into a self-giving relationship that has absolutely no bearing on any social labels or constructs. We are first human, 
and thus capable of self-giving. The Trinity is a mutual self-giving between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it can be an example for us. Now, I choose to think about kindness instead of another word. Kindness can be kind of a squishy word. But I was speaking of kindness because I think treating other people as we would treat ourselves can be really helpful, but that only works if we treat ourselves well. Kindness, in this sense, means treating people well with no construction, label, affiliation, belief, party, country, treating them well. The way we speak to one another matters. God created all of us in God's image, and we are all included in the embrace with strict immutability. And finally, mutuality. Mutuality, uh, because each person of the Trinity needs the other to be truly one. To be truly one. They all need each other. Has anyone else wondered why in our creed we pray for one holy Catholic and apostolic church? No, you've got it all figured out. (laughs) I see. Well, so I particularly the word Catholic trips us up, right? Because normally when we hear that word, we hear it in a cap- with a capital C used to describe another denomination or church, the Roman Catholic Church, which we are not. But Catholic, with this little c, uh, in its most basic meaning, means universal. It means that we pray for a church that is accessible to all people across all nations, across all time, forever. It is a prayer for unity, for oneness among the church. And this is something Christ prayed for. In John, speaking to the Father, Jesus says, The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one. And I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will hear my voice, and they will become one flock with one shepherd. Paul writes to the church in Corinth, which was plagued with division and disagreement. Since there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Oneness and unity among the followers of Jesus was one of his greatest hopes, prayers, and intentions for us. But can you see that even in the above verses, the reality of distinction Within this unity, we who are many are one body. Unity and oneness does not mean that we become the same, particularly in earthly ways. But it's a grounding and a remembrance that we all have the same foundation of our faith, which is Christ. Christ is the head of the church. And Christ, God as a human, came to us via the Spirit in the same way that we come into the world too. The sower sows and the reaper reaps, but God gives the growth, right? What separates us from the churches in our neighborhood? 
from our friends at the Lutheran Church or the Methodist Church, the Presbyterian Church, the Baptist Church, the Roman Catholic Church, the Anglican Church, the non-denominational church. What separates us? Well, I could rattle off a laundry list, things we believe that they don't or things that they believe that we don't. But the presence of difference itself is perhaps not as much of a barrier as we think it is. And we know this because this is what the Trinity teaches us. Many can be different and many can be one. Oneness means seeking common ground in the ground that our God created for us. Now, I think as we all know as well, this type of unity is very nice to think about and even to pray for. But it is much, much harder to work towards. It's hard to know what oneness would actually look like. But I think it is a worthy goal. I think that Christ was correct to pray for our oneness with other Christians. I do not think God envisioned something impossible. And I think we can trust Jesus when he says they will be one. I have found all my life that the minute I try to put someone in a box, label them as someone who believes something different than I do, I am almost, almost always surprised by that someone's willingness to be kind to me, to think with me, to be in this with me. Labels do not justify unkindness, and that's a lesson I've learned more times than I feel comfortable admitting. How can you surprise someone this week with your own understanding? How can you de-escalate hostility of difference? How can you go into your life and say, I'm a team player and I'm with you? Thank God for the Trinity. Creativity, to be able to imagine that that can be so. Kindness, which transcends all barriers that we put up. Mutuality, we're all in it together core characteristics of the Trinity, and core characteristics for us to be as creatures made in the image of God. In the name of God.